Welcome to the EAU podcast. In this edition, we have the EuroOnco Kidney Cancer Educational Platform Board members, Chief Editor Dr. Carmen Mir and Associate Editors Dr. Ricardo Bertolo and Dr. Teal Cusk. Together, they discuss the progress made in the field of kidney cancer during 2023 and what is anticipated for 2024. So welcome to this uh, segment focusing on the kidney insights regarding kidney cancer in 2023 and a prospective view of what to anticipate to, in 2024 brought to you by the Euroonco platform affiliated with the EAU. Today, we join efforts between me, the editor-in-chief Carmen Mir, and my two associate editors, Tele Kusk from London, UK, and Ricardo Bertolo from Verona, Italy. Um, we are willing to wish you, uh, our audience, a happy holidays, and uh, we will briefly chat about the highlights and localized, locally advanced, and metastatic kidney cancer that have been highlighted over these last 12 months. Welcome to the team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Um, to start, uh, we will discuss a little bit about localized kidney cancer and an important trial that was presented during uh, EAU this year in Milan as a potential game changer was the Zircan trial. <clears throat> this trial looked at the insight of diagnosing the small renal masses. Uh, it evaluated the performance of uh, girentuximab uh, CA9 antibody that is able to differentiate between clear cell and non-clear cell. The rose, the, it enrolled over 300 patients and uh, it what it told us is that basically if we get to have a positive test, we are sure that the patient deserves some kind of treatment. I think this is quite of an advance. Um, and however, the negative predictive value of 75% uh, is not good enough probably to drop renal mass biopsy. We will have to see uh, how things evolved, and we will talk about it at the end of this podcast. However, this was an important trial that was presented during uh, uh, this year. Um, in terms of uh, progress for uh, localized treatments, um, what do you think, Ricardo, that has been interesting this year? Well, thank you for introducing me, Carmen. So this year we had some, some nice stuff uh, about surgical technology. First, uh, the OPERA trial, which was a multicentric prospective uh, randomized trial, which was presented by uh, Professor Grimm at uh, EAU23, uh, aimed to demonstrate uh, the superiority of robotics uh, over uh, open surgery uh, at performing partial nephrectomy in intermediate high-complexity renal tumor. Uh, one uh, key message from, from this trial is the discrepancy between patient screen, more than 800, and the number of patients were actually randomized, uh, 240. Uh, finally, uh, you have to think that only uh, 170 robotics patients versus 90 open patients were compared. So war recruitment, difficulties at randomization for a surgical trial uh, is uh, one of the first findings. And secondly, uh, the investigators actually reported a lower complication rate for robotic surgeries, shorter hospital stays, and uh, it was interesting to see uh, advantages for robotics uh, in terms of pain and quality of life uh, of patients after surgery. Second important thing uh, of the year, which is something uh, from uh, previous years also, is the use of 3D reconstruction during uh, robotic partial nephrectomy. This is very exciting topic again. 
more and more surgeons performing this uh, uh, are starting with the experience uh, after pioneers. Uh, but what does it bring to the table uh, with the current technology available? So definitely 3D reconstruction allows for precise planning, uh, improved navigation during surgery, and allows to customize the approach. But uh, for sure, uh, what we read and what we commented this year is a systematic review, which was a joint effort uh, uh, by young academic urologist uh, Urotech uh, and uh, uh, the ESET uh, section of the EAU. And actually, the authors uh, summarized that we still lack a convincing evidence of the use of 3D technologies because there are some uh, key issues uh, uh, which remain open to debate, uh, which is we have different technologies. So we have a vocabulary issue because we have different uh, uh, indications for, for the use of this, such as augmented reality, virtual reality, metaverse, digital twins. So we still have to, to fix it. We have the cost-benefit ratio to be evaluated, to be assessed. Uh, we have to think about which is the best surgeon uh, candidate to experience the best benefit uh, uh, from these technologies. And finally, we need to target uh, the right outcome of measurements to evaluate the effectiveness. Finally, the third uh, thing on the menu of surgical technologies for sure is the SP robotic platform. Uh, this year we have a feature on our Uro Onco platform uh, interviews with world's experts in the field uh, from the United States, uh, namely Professor Cayuk, Professor Crivellaro, and Professor Badani. They have different views about, uh, about the, the, the use of the platform. There is someone who's going all in, so all the surgeries performed with this platform, others rather focus on the added value of the platform. It's not a matter of cosmetics, but uh, all they, they all agree uh, it's rather uh, a, a more targeted surgery, a very minimized surgical dissection. For sure, one of the most exciting uh, approaches uh, described with this platform for kidney surgeons is the, the supine anterior retroperitoneal access, which is... Uh, a new anterior access uh, just uh, above the ilia crest uh, with the patient in supine position. We, we sincerely believe that uh, this maybe uh, will democratize uh, the, the retroperitoneal approach, uh, uh, which, is, uh, uh, which has remained uh, with uh, less broad diffusion uh, up to date. So uh, in summary, this is very promising technology. And we look forward to have uh, this platform available on the market in Europe in 2024. Thank you, Ricardo. That was a really nice summary of uh, all the technicalities that have coming up in the last uh, 12 months. It's actually uh, the SP platform is uh, coming and uh, is here to stay. So we will have to hop on. I personally think that this uh Anterior access will change the perspective uh, for a lot of urologists because it facilitates and minimizes the pain management. So I, we will have to see what's happening within the next year or so. <clears throat> so we yes. move forward. And what we had in the last um, 12 months was also an interesting update of a SBRT trial that was called the Fast Track 2 that comes from Australia. And this looked at the non-surgical part of treating the localized or treating the renal mass only with SBRT. This is a very interesting concept that has not been uh, reproduced before. And the results were presented that the radiation, uh, the radiation 
trial uh, at the radiation conference that we don't generally look at, but I thought it was interesting to include because it actually showed 100% local control of the renal mass. And so far with 43 uh, months follow-up, a uh, very high rate of um, freedom, freedom from distant failure up to 99%. We will have to see though what happens in the long run with these uh, side effects out of FBRT. However, it is something that is coming in urology, we should be aware of it. So we move uh, forward a little bit into the localized, locally advanced uh, disease area. Those were the highlights for localized disease. And we have an important trial that has been uh, going on over the last two, three years on adjuvant immunotherapy. Tele, can you tell us a little bit about what was presented this year and what's happening within the near future? Thank you, Carmen. Indeed, pembrolizumab uh, adjuvant uh, trial has been uh, discussed above and beyond during this year in uh, at, at many, many meetings. And uh, so far, uh, we have data on only uh, disease-free survival, and uh, we know that overtreatment and toxicity is a problem. And uh, it seems that uh, only patients with very high risk and M1NED population uh, show uh, like great differences. Uh, but we are still eagerly uh, waiting to have overall survival data, which will be uh, reported uh, next month at ASCO uh, GU. But uh, nevertheless, I think that uh, key point is here a selection of patients, and uh, this will remain. Thanks, Tele, for uh, this uh, update. Really, uh, it seems like... Um... Adjuvant immunotherapy remains controversial amongst the urologists, I think. And we will have to see what the overall survivor outcomes show to us. If we move a little bit forward and we go to the last part of our podcast, the metastatic renal cell carcinoma, uh, we have to talk about a couple of interesting trials that came out this year. Uh, one of them is the Keynote 426 presented by Brian Rini at the ASCO. And uh, what is interesting about this one, and it's different from prior approaches, is that this is a five-year analysis of the comparison between Pembrone axis, so IO and TKI, um, over sunitinib in the metastatic first-line setting. Um, what is interesting is that the five years uh, show a persistent, sustained overall survival, progression-free survival, and overall response rates, the benefits, obviously, Pembrone axis. Uh, what we got from uh, Professor Rini is that the patients that actually stopped the treatment uh, within the two years of PEMBRO at five years, they would still, one third of them would still remain without treat treatment free. So that would be something interesting, something to look forward to. In terms of uh, what is happening with radical nephrectomy, very interesting topic, <laughs> I think, for uh, urologists. Should we do it? Should we not do it? Um, this has been discussed uh, several in several occasions. We discussed it in an article of the month and also several meetings when it was discussed. Obviously, the optimal candidate for this deferred cytoactive nephrectomy is so uh, removing the kidney after the patient has had some treatment for metastatic disease remains only for good and maintained responders. And what we talk, what we do, what we can take home 
from all these discussions is that probably only patients that have a persistent response without progression and probably between nine and 12 months and are the best candidates for that treatment. Um, if we move a little forward, there were some uh, differences that were established this year in terms of the guidelines, Stella. Um, what can you tell us about what was uh, different in the guidelines this year? Yes, uh, we added uh, WHO uh, new classification, which also introduced uh, now molecular-driven uh, renal tumors. This has been included uh, into the guidelines. Uh, and also, um, of course, uh, adjuvant uh, data was uh, very much discussed. and. Um, um our recommendations are there um then also um changes that uh, are expected uh, next year uh would be uh, definitely overall uh, survival data on adjuvant setting with pembro that will be updated and included uh, also, in metastatic uh, setting, uh, belzutifan uh, data, which compared uh, belzutifan and deverolimus in uh, uh, pre in pretreated uh, metastatic kidney cancer patients, LightSpark 005. Yeah, remind us about what uh, belzutifan is. Not everybody is uh, very uh, aware of. Yeah, this is a HIF2 inhibitor, uh, and uh, this is novel uh, treatment uh, which uh, is currently explored uh, in metastatic kidney cancer uh, setting quite, quite widely, and also in VHL patients uh, widely accepted and, and used uh, medication. And then also uh, guidelines panel uh, have uh, recommended um, changing uh, TNM classification to better comply with current decision making while uh, changing uh, cutoff of um, four centimeter to three uh, centimeter in T1A uh, tumors. However, this is just a hypothesis um, promoting and uh, this definitely needs uh, further validation. These are the, the updates that, that will be included probably next year. Thank you, Tele. And finally, we are going to decide among the three of us um, what to look forward next year in 2024 in terms of kidney cancer. We already discussed a couple of things. Uh, one of them is the overall survival on Keynote 564 in terms of adjuvant immunotherapy. Um, from my perspective, I think uh, a couple of trials that were announced in uh, ASCODU, one of them is the Starlight 2 that it implies the use of lutetium genentuximab uh, in combination with uh, nivolumab in patients with metastatic clear cell. Um, that is something that is might be very attractive for urologists because it reproduces the same concept as lutetium PSMA. And we will have to see how the results come out. They are currently recruiting. The, on, the other trial that I thought it was interesting might be eye-catching for urologists is uh, citrus ring, citrus ring 
this implies a SBRT for the use of uh, the primary source of uh, the tumor. So instead of nephrectomy for metastatic disease. Um, what do you think, Teller, might be also interested with, uh, within the next 12 months? Yeah, there are some interesting trials ongoing. Uh, for example, a NEST trial, which is uh, comparing partial nephrectomies with uh, cryoablation. Uh, it will uh, be in its next stage. Uh, also, a screening trial for, for kidney cancer, which is led by uh, Grant Stewart, uh, which will incorporate uh, kidney cancer screening in lung cancer screening for smokers and ex-smokers. This is a very interesting uh, study. Uh, also, there's a lot of ongoing in uh, neoadjuvant uh, setting and neoavax data will be published uh, next year uh, with its long-term uh, translational uh, data uh, update. And also uh, a lot is ongoing in SBRT uh, field uh, in many um, um, in many uh, modalities and also in local uh, metastatic and locally advanced settings. So very, very interesting times. Finally, Ricardo, what is your take-home message for 24? SP is here to stay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, it will be very exciting to, to see the advent uh, of this platform on the market of Europe. Uh, we will see how many of the European surgeons will get it all in as some uh, US surgeons. Others will probably try to focus to use it as, a, as an instrument, as a tool in the armamentarium to, to, to minimize, to further minimize the, the minimal invasiveness uh, of surgery. Uh, let's see. Thank you all, and we wish you all a happy holidays. To Thank you. you. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of EAU Podcasts. To keep up to date with kidney cancer developments, visit our educational platform, Euro Onco Kidney Cancer.